Today we are talking with uh, Rob Lancashire, who is the managing director of Enflow Digital Dictation. And as with every interview, we would like to start, Rob, with your elevator pitch. Please go ahead. Yes, thank you, Rob. Um, well, um, the Enflow Voice Productivity Platform is a solution that delivers uh, the recognized benefits of advanced digital dictation workflow. Um, unlike competing products, it's been completely rebuilt uh, on the .NET platform. To, to deliver the same enterprise class solution, irrespective of whether it's installed for a customer or provided from the cloud. Um, this gives firms the widest choice of purchase options, for example, capital purchase, hosted purchase, or subscription, at the same time as the functionality they need, um, i.e. support for USB microphones, portable voice recorders, BlackBerry, iPhone, thin client, speech recognition, etc. Um, Enflow is web service based, which means it can deliver the same service to anyone anywhere over the web, allowing a greater degree of flexibility, particularly with support resources. Uh, this also means that the product can be entirely managed from the centre, reducing administration costs, um, drivers, security, user settings, updates, they're all managed from the Enflow server. Uh, when you consider these points and the fact that we can provision a system from our data center in less than 23 hours, which I believe is a record, Enflow <laughs> um, sure. can offer near instant access to uh, a proven solution that allows firms to increase output without increasing their cost base, something I, I firmly believe will be very important as the recovery, uh, as the e economy starts to recover. Yeah, well, that uh, sounds promising. Um, Rob, Considering the fact that, uh, that the new generation of lawyers was raised in the digital age, so to say, with computers, is there still a strong case for dictation or do an increasing number of lawyers do their own typing? That's a really good question and something which uh, that there's been increasing debate on. Um, we, we debated this at a conference um, uh, a couple of years ago where um, uh, the, the sort of fairly well-known um, consultant Neil Cameron asked that very question and it was a very lively debate. Um, I think personally, um, having been someone who has da done dictation as part of their professional life and someone who's also quite keyboard um, literate as well, um, I personally know from experience that dictation is a lot more efficient. Uh, the key thing though is that whether or not that is uh, the young people, the young lawyers they come through, I give them that experience to be able to see that dictation is more efficient than typing. Even, I'm a, I'm a fairly proficient typist myself, I'm not touch, a touch typist and I believe there are very few people who come out of university who can type are in fact touch typists. Yeah. But they don't get that experience. Um, the problem, I suppose, is the fact that uh, unless there is a desire within the, the firms, within law firms, to actually promote dictation, yeah. then potentially it will die out. Um, the key thing about it, though, and this was something I said to, to somebody the other day, is, is if we see the future of speech recognition, people will need to know how to dictate because that will completely is completely game-changing in the way that uh, or the success that you will have with speech recognition if you can't dictate properly and dictation is a skill there's no two ways around it it's a real skill something you need to learn you can learn it quite quickly if you're, you're dedicated to it but it is a skill and that's quite important yeah. Yeah. There is a, there's, a, there's another thing that comes up on this as well, and that's the fact that with the advent of smartphones, <clears throat> there is the potential to now use a smartphone as a dictation device. And we're seeing a great deal more of what I would call rather than standard dictation of documents, uh, but more in the case of instructional, me instructional messaging yeah. um, being done um, through the dictation system. And that in itself is also vastly more efficient than typing, particularly on a smartphone. Yeah, well, you are you are mentioning two keywords now in your answer. That is the smartphones and the speech recognition. 
let's start with the speech recognition because this is said to be a promising technology for a long time now. Do you think that will eventually happen and, and what would be the potential according to you? Well, I, I, I'm probably one of the very few people left in the, the digital dictation, sort of current digital dictation sort of market, who actually remember the last time speech recognition was, was sort of, uh, had caught the wave, as it were. Um, and uh, I'm now seeing it, <coughs> excuse me, I'm now seeing it again. Um, but I think the difference this time as to why last time that it, it sort of, the wave sort of collapsed a little bit, what was the difference this time is that the, the wealth of statistical data that the uh, speech recognition engine developers have is 10 years. It, it's, it's 10 years since the last time that there was a, a, a sort of a surge in interest in speech recognition. Yeah. That in itself has made a vast difference to the accuracy of the engines. Um, the current uh, iteration of Dragon 10 um, is vastly superior to any of the previous versions that have been out there. <coughs> yeah. Excuse me. Um, but that is what is going to make the difference because um, people, by their very nature, have a fairly low threshold in terms of their patience for, exactly, um, yeah. of, for speech recognition. But Dragon 10 is proving to be uh, very, very quick to learn and becomes accurate very, very quickly. And I think that's become game-changing. That's why I think rather than it's something that, <clears throat> when will it re uh, uh, arrive, I do actually think, personally, it may very well arrive this year as people oh. start to adopt that technology. Now, whether that technology is, <clears throat> excuse me, as a, um, as a, as a standalone on their desktop yeah. or through, say, server-backed uh, recognition through a system like our, our own, Enflow, um, or, you know, or any of the other systems that offer that, um, I don't think it really matters because the core engine is the important part and that's what will be used and that's what will dictate the accuracy. So I do feel that it's, it's very possible, obviously I'm sort of putting my neck on the line here, that it's very possible speech recognition could actually arrive this time. Yeah, you said this year. Eh? Well, I will, yeah, well, we will speak yeah. again next year and see uh, <laughs> what happened in the meantime. Yeah. Absolutely. It, it just feels different this time. I have one reservation, though, about the whole thing. Ah. Um, the reason, one of the reasons that the, the speech recognition uh, wave faltered last time was a lot to do with the way that it was sold. Yeah. Speech recognition as a, as a technology, when you're selling and demonstrating it, is, is quite, it's a bit like uh, magic. Mm -hmm. um, you're doing something and people sit there and you, you get the audible wow as, as it produces your words on the screen. Yeah. But, but you have to remember that that salesman is doing a, a demonstration of the product um, at its optimum. Of because course. that is what they're trying to demonstrate, what, you, what your, the potential of the software is. That's always um, the thing with salesmen. Yeah, absolutely. Um, and they're not trying to they're not trying to mislead anyone, but their job is to show something in the best light what what is capable what it's capable of. The potential. And yeah, absolutely. And the key thing is for the expectations to be set correctly that it's it's going to get there and it could get there very quickly, but there is a requirement on the part of the user to get it there and mm -hmm. that may not suit everybody. I mean nuance themselves will say that speech recognition still may not suit everybody, but the number of people it will suit has has dramatically increased. And another thing that you mentioned quickly was uh, the smartphones. Is Enflow having a specific strategy towards smartphones? And what do you already offer? Yes, we do. Yes, we do. Um, we offer support for BlackBerry iPhone, um, Windows Mobile, and uh, this year we hope to introduce Nokia as well. Um, 
the smartphone is, is in some respects evolving the whole digital dictation market from what was traditionally a uh, desktop-based software where people dictated various things at their desktop into a, a new tool which potentially has a much wider use um, out with the, the standard notion of dictation. I mentioned earlier on about instructional messaging. Um, that's something which has got, to my mind, a huge uh, opportunity uh, to be used um, as a way of increasing productivity. Yeah. The best way of describing how that could be would be that um, if you think of email as being um, offline, so you have time to think and construct the message, mm -hmm. but it, uh, it, and it arrives with someone. And then on the other side, you have telephone, which is very one-to-one. -one. It's point-to-point, -point, mm -hmm. but you don't have time to construct the message. Either one of those um, types of communication has its advantages and its disadvantages. A telephone call is, as I say, very immediate. There isn't time to prepare um, necessarily you know, in terms of thinking about what you want to say. And the person at the other end isn't able often to keep a, a record of the conversation unless you're recording the call, which is something which has um, wider ramifications. Yeah. Email, on the other hand, gives you those benefits, but it's not immediate. Mm -hmm. it's, uh, and you have to sit and type that, e that message. So yeah. if you think of this in terms of smartphones... Yeah, that combines the two. Yeah, typing anything that's detailed on a smartphone can take uh, a, a reasonable amount of time. <laughs> yeah, we all know that, yeah. Excellent. Yeah, so, so, well, voice productivity or, or instructional messaging sits between those two and brings the benefits together. You've got the speed of your voice, mm -hmm. uh, which allows you to be able to create quite complex instructions and messages for colleagues uh, with your voice, yeah. but then you've got the offline capabilities of email. Well, so you've good. got that the benefits. So it sits between the two, and I think that's got, um, in terms of the professional world, the professional services world, it's got quite a large opportunity. Yeah. Rob, as you know, this is a 10-minute interview, and we would like to keep it bite-sized for people. Uh, yeah, of course. Um, I would like to move on to the last question, with this, which is another buzzword that you hear uh, a lot of nowadays, and that is the cloud. Yes. What are what is Enflow doing? What is your cloud approach? Well, uh, four years ago, we decided to redevelop our product from the ground up on the .NET platform, and pretty much threw away everything we had and started from the from scratch. Um, that involved um, consultants from Microsoft working with us. Uh, what we have today is a product which essentially can be uh, run either installed or from the cloud, and delivers an enterprise quality uh, experience for the users. Um, the future, uh, that's another aspect of this, the future is, the, I, I think, in the cloud, simply because it removes the complexity and the cost from customers to take advantage of software. It also gives purchasing options, as I mentioned at the start, hosted subscription, that would fit the nature of a, person, of a, of a firm's business maybe better than having to go out and make a capital expenditure on software. Mm -hmm. So all, suddenly, all the options um, for using software have changed for firms, I think, very much for the better. So the cloud is something where when you're, it's a bit like a, you, you use electricity, you, you use water, you use software. And that's yeah. really the, the concept of it. But it gives firms a greater degree of option mm -hmm. and removes more co uh, re removes cost from their administration and their infrastructure. Uh, uh, so on that basis, if we look towards uh, law firms concentrating on being law firms, they can move the concept of running their their IT and their software out into, a, into the cloud. Yeah. It's got to be better for them. Yeah. Uh, digital dictation is a key part of that, but it is key that what's delivered to the lawyers would be no worse than what they have as an enterprise application if it was installed. Of course, uh, uh, you need to take care of the security as well, because that's also yeah. uh, important to law firms. 
Oh, absolutely. I think the cloud and the security, that there's some very, very strong technologies out there which give people, can give that kind of um, security that the data's safe. Um, you know, everyone's very mindful of the various uh, uh, data protection requirements that are, are in place. And there are technologies out there that can use up to 256-bit encryption. So I, it, it's, yeah. it's, uh, it's as often as safe as, um, as the data being kept in internally. Thank you very much for your time. We will be speaking within a year to okay. see um, what has become of your prediction regarding speech recognition. Okay? Oh, I, I, absolutely. And hopefully the cloud one as well. I think that's another one which we'll see in the next year will be become a very big thing. So uh, I look forward to speaking in a year's time. Okay. Thanks a lot, Rob. Bye. Thank, thank you, Rob.